This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Hi. Hey. Uh, this is pretty neat. Archaeologists have made an incredible discovery in Lake Mendota. Wisconsin Historical Society maritime archaeologists discovered a historic dugout canoe under about 30 feet of water. They uh, discovered it earlier this year. They excavated it yesterday. Mm. Archaeologists say the canoe is remarkably intact given its age, which carbon dating has placed it at 1,200 years. What the hell? That means the canoe was used around 800 A.D., an era that aligns with Evagy Mound Building in southern Wisconsin. How friggin' cool is that? <gasps> uh, it's an absolutely phenomenal discovery, said Wisconsin Historical Society archaeologist Eamon, uh, Amy Rosebrow. It's going to tell so much about how people subsisted on the lake and how they traveled and how they traded. It's the oldest fully intact shipwreck that we have in Wisconsin waters right now. The find was discovered with net sinkers, which indicates the vessel was once used for fishing. The Wisconsin Historical Society says the canoe provides an opportunity to expand understanding of the people and culture who were in Wisconsin before the damn white people got here. It's that old, uh, the, the two, uh, oh, I can't remember the, the oldies, the two lesbians in a canoe. Sacagawea and... Uh, <laughs> no, fur traders, I think. The old... It's like an old Dangerfield joke or something. I don't know. Why did you Google that? What do you call two lesbians in a canoe? Fur traders. Isn't that how it goes? Okay, I don't know. Fur traders, because you're... Well, I'll draw it with my fingers. Oh, hearing it. Some of that. <laughs> oh, that works. She just explained to me how lesbians work. Yes. <laughs> this... Thing, yes, this, yes, That's flip it, and then, and then see what I did, and then flip it. <laughs> <laughs> We're all set now. What, what do they find? So, uh, hold on, this discovery is just in time for Native American Heritage Month. Oh, so that began on November 1st. Look at that, it's pretty cool. Nice canoe is now in the process of being preserved at the State Archive Preservation Facility. I bet you they know how to throw a wicked party. Tangible history, something in the Great Lakes that. Is such an amazing thing. Uh, that's what uh, another lady from the Wisconsin Historical Society said, Sophia Stewart. The shipwrecks here are some of the most preserved in the world. That's why we're pulling out a fully preserved wooden canoe that's over a thousand years old. It's just an amazing opportunity for education for all ages to tell people about the history here. You damn right, sister. <laughs> that is cool. That's cool as hell. I say we sit a bucky in it and uh, mount it on top of the Capitol. <laughs> I'm in. It'll be, it'll be quite the uh, or deal. I don't know. And then, is that the oldest? Uh, yeah, I guess. Twelve hundred years old. Imagine if they were the first one to enter one of those. You know, what's that contest where you got to carry your canoe over your head? Or you got a portage? What's that thing we do here? Mm, I don't. I'm. Not yeah, we sure. do it. We do it here. It's a test of manhood. Willpower. Okay. And what, you run with your canoe and then you throw it in the water and you yeah. jump in? Yeah, what's that And then what's you that paddle thing? around? Yeah. I forget. You got to carry your canoe. I forget. I have no idea. It's world famous. I've never. Seems like a lot of work. I don't even know what to Google for that. Canoe portage contest. 
paddle and portage. That's it. Can you imagine if that was the first port paddle and portage contest? Like thirty guys trying to run with a big uh-huh. walnut canoe. I think he was more functional yeah. than recreational here. This canoe. Uh pretty neat though. I I I'm really into that stuff. Do you ever go out and see the effigy mounds and stuff? Uh, yeah, we were in Iowa. Uh, we stopped and saw some. If you go uh, just cross over Prairie Sheen, yep. you go north about 10 miles. Or, yeah, or we went there too. Somewhere. Those are, that's nice walk back in there. Yeah. yeah. There's other ones. I don't know if they're considered effigy mounds. I, I think, think they are up at the Dorothy Carnes Park. Oh. There's like a turtle one. And I can't remember what the other one is. Am I crazy? And I drink a lot when I golf. Aren't there effigy mounds in the Baraboo Country Club golf course? It's roped off. I think so. And you like you hit your golf ball, just it's gone, man. You can't go there. Just disappears into a portal. Uh, the mounds in Sock County. No, they're they're it's bare man boot. mound. Huh? Show you a man mound. Weird. Um. Uh, man mound is prehistoric humanoid earthwork. Located in Greenfield, Sac County, Wisconsin, east of Baraboo. So there were once an estimated fifteen thousand to twenty thousand effigy mounds in Wisconsin. Fewer than four thousand remain. Whoa. Yeah. So kind of neat. I know Dorothy Carnes has some. Would have been cool if they would have carved the letters SS Minnow side of the twelve hundred year old boat. The first Documented, named boat. Why do you got to ruin everything? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to uh, jazz up history. That's all. You don't to, need to jazz it up. No, I'm just trying to make it a little more exciting. <laughs> I thought that was exciting enough. Uh, well, it's a little boring on the surface, but well, it's it's cool. It's cool. It probably doesn't even look like a canoe, does it? Probably doesn't have the regular no. sides or anything. It's not what you think. Probably it a look very like. shallow sides. The mm-hmm. old old canoes. Yeah, I thought it would. I I don't know. Well, whatever. I mean, it's just a lake. I'm, it's not like you were out in Lake Michigan. I feel like I'm a nerd now. It makes me feel like a nerd. <laughs> not like a Viking ship where you needed right fifteen foot hull sides. Yeah, and like they said, they used it for fishing. It yeah, yeah, like, just floating around like a paddleboard. Kind of neat. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't know. I like thinking about what it was like. I wonder if they put everybody their, irritated me. I wonder if they hauled their dog around on their canoe. Dog know. sitting up front. I don't know. That's a good question. Hot twelve hundred year old chick in a bikini, uh, yeah, 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 paddling yeah, around yeah, like yeah, Mendota, yeah, yeah. trying to get some exercise. Man, is this a real gun? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to jazz up history. Stop it! Morning. Hey, good morning, long time caller, first time listener. <laughs> but hey, not, not surprised at all. Not I learned su- it from you. A lot of people but call, hey, hang up, me. never listen again. <laughs> I try. But you find your way. Uh, what's going on about the FGs, actually, I specialize in this stuff. I'm what? not sure if it's every single dig, but in Wisconsin, because there are so many, they actually have to have an archaeologist dig through first and confirm what artifacts may be there. Oh. oh. Right on. Wow. So, so you know. Thank you. Yeah. Right on. Good morning. Look at that. See, he doesn't need to jazz up history. <laughs> 
That may be the first real archaeologist I've ever met in my life. I didn't know people with a degree listened to the show. Yeah, dude, (laughs) that must have been an accident. (laughs) He thought he was calling NPR (laughs) to do an interview, and he he called us. How disappointed. He thought it was Larry Mueller. It's a part of the show we call (laughs) fill in the blanks because we uh, we have a lot of blanks. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, Did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. We haven't had a good monkey story in a in a monkey's age. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm in, dude. Now this is uh, this story has uh, a monkey and uh, a sports coach and a stripper and a trick or treater all involved. Someone's going to jail. <laughs> uh, very interesting. Uh, this happened. The uh, uh, credible sources. Texas Longhorns football program. One of the assistant coaches uh, is living with a woman. Uh, the woman has a monkey. Are you following me so far? Mm-hmm. The monkey belongs to the uh, uh, football coach's uh, stripper girlfriend, Danielle Banks. She's in a relationship with the Texas assistant head coach, special teams coordinator. She has the monkey. Jeff Banks. She has the monkey. Uh, she, I guess, uses the monkey in her stripper routine. That is not, the monkey is not able to give consent. I, I don't, I don't have the monkey's statement. I don't know that. Someone go get the monkey. Uh, what are Dan- you doing sexualizing a monkey, for I, Christ's sake? Danielle Banks, an exotic dancer whose professional name is the Pole Assassin. I'm not making this up. Has been known to use the monkey in her routine. Uh, now, Don't. I guess during Halloween, and the coach, she says, has nothing to do with it, Jeff Banks. She says a trick-or-treater intruded into her backyard, ignoring a warning sign to leave the monkey alone, and they made their way to the animal's enclosure. Uh, She said she was unaware anything had happened until a doctor told her uh, the bite needed to be inspected and cleaned. Oh, so the kid got bit. kid got bit by the monkey. Um, Good. That's what you get. Trespassing. A lot of moving parts. <laughs> Jeff Banks hasn't responded. If he has, I haven't seen it. Uh, regardless, uh, the the football coach, the stripper, the pole assassin, the monkey, the kid, the, the trespassing. We got us uh, 
some shenanigans going on here. So that's where that story's at. I saw that on Yahoo last night, and just the headline, I'm like, what in the hell is happening here? That's a Taliban monkey trained uh, uh, to whatever the routine is, coordinate with a stripper, the pole assassin. Mm-hmm. Monkeys get skills. Wow. I have another story about, I have a bunch of Halloween hangover it, stories. It was, no kidding, dude. It was, who ha, who takes a monkey, you're right, to the strip club? That ain't right. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if the monkey is, uh, the monkey like goes around with the tip jar. Or she just brings it out on a little leash and then rides her shoulders, you know, like uh, piggybacks. Oh, dude, she was on the Jerry Springer show. Boom! You should have done a little more research. I got video of her with the monkey at the strip club. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to sit in the front row. I really don't. I don't want to get my face bit off. It looks like a little spider monkey thing. Like, uh... oh, Can I see? Ooh, good deep dive. Oh. The freaking pole assassin and her killer monkey. All right. I don't like that idea. You don't sexualize animals. What the hell? Well, oh, my God. It's on the pole. Yeah, it's on a rope. And there she is. Uh, There's the monkey climbing to the top of the pole. That's Well, that's what monkeys do. I guess I'm not that impressed. She just gave the monkey a dollar bill, and the monkey put it in his little monkey garter belt. The video starts over. You don't get to see what it does with a dollar. <laughs> if you want, you can follow What's monkey up? underscore Gia. That's the monkey's profile on Instagram. Hey, uh, how'd that monkey make that dollar disappear? That was impressive. Shouldn't own a monkey. God, I hate everything about that story. <laughs> well, it's got Texas. kind of a quasi-famous. In Texas? Yeah. So dating got Texas pet monkeys. Dating the uh, football coach who's of some notoriety. And then your pole assassin girlfriend. I don't know whether he wanted that to be out. I mean, clearly if she's going on, if she was on Jerry Springer, maybe that was supposed to be her. I'm uh, assuming she was on Springer before she was yeah, in a relationship yeah. with this fella. Right, right, right. Or she does private parties. All that that looked like a regular strip, strip club. Strip club. So I don't think she's undercover. I have another Halloween story from Texas. Do you <laughs> want it? I I coach a football team, and my stripper girlfriend owns a pet monkey. That's quite a little variety there. Yeah, what's your story? 35-year-old named Monica Bradford lives near Austin, but she doesn't really like trick-or-treating. Neighbor says cops got called to her house last year for some sort of issue with the trick-or-treaters. But this year, she's really in trouble because she pulled a gun on a (laughs) 7-year-old. She had her porch light on, so people assumed, because that's the international sign for your giving out candy on Halloween. So a bunch of kids uh, were at the end of her driveway looking to trick-or-treat. At least one adult was with them. Uh, Monica asked a neighbor if they knew the trick-or-treater group. The neighbor said no. So Monica went inside and came back out with a loaded shotgun and pointed it at a 7-year-old child. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, No shots were fired. No one got hurt, but I'm pretty sure she ruined Halloween for that 7-year-old. Uh, Cops shut down the entire street. They arrested Monica. She's facing charges for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Good God. Yeah. Texas. Get my gun on the lawn. I just mowed my lawn. Good grief.
That, pull your gun out. I'll be taking all your candy, son. <laughs> you had your porch light on on Halloween. You're going to well, get trick-or-treaters. Have fun never owning a gun again, dumbass. Right. Well, it is that's Texas, a, though. Well, that's still. I that's, don't know about that. It's a f- felony. That's all right. I just go to a private gun show and get my gun. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. You got that right. What is happening, dude? This this was a weird. What were the stories I had yesterday? Just to recap, uh, uh, what were my two stories yesterday? Why am I spacing? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't even paying attention when you were talking. You may not even have been in a room. I bet another woman. Good. <laughs> Better her than me. Yeah, I thought when you said that, I thought, oh, she's way out in the country. She's like way out in farmland, pulling a gun. She had neighbors close enough she could shout at them. <laughs> <laughs> then you're the, was the parent I wonder if the parent was close There was one adult with him oh. At least one adult I don't even Well I was going to say If it was somebody over six feet tall with a mask on At midnight <laughs> Then you got a case Man, Maybe This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast Squeezing four hours of bullshit into a 25-minute podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. It's hump day and I'm moving just a little slow. My body knows I got three more days to go at a job filled with office politics and drama. Guess that's why I'm still in my pajamas. It's hump, it's hump, hump day again. It's hump, it's hump, it's hump. This is the end. You want to pop your d- out and breastfeed this kid? Oh my goodness. Scottish mom says she started to breastfeed her boyfriend because she feels sexier and more womanly when she's yeah, lactating. That's what I like to hear. Lana Michaels made the candid confession <laughs> during an interview with the Sun <laughs> during the Sun last week, revealing she takes supplements to help with her milk supply. Michaels, who has two children ages eleven and seven. Said she now breastfeeds her beau, Sean, twice a week and finds the experience highly erotic. I am not understanding. How is that child seven and you still got milk coming out your tates? Yeah. And if you're finding breastfeeding highly erotic, well, I suppose you're breastfeeding a grown man. I'll allow it. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, I don't know. Old enough to propose and whatnot. Uh, I breastfed my children, and I really miss breastfeeding and the feeling of it. Sean told the publication he first proposed the idea about 18 months ago after he and Michael's engaged in a foursome with another couple. Red alert. Red <laughs> alert. I need some pictures with this story and make sure I've, I have all the information I need. Uh, yeah. They're going to be broke up before you know it. Man, that's, uh, more, that's more valuable than a generator if a storm comes and you're like locked in. You know, you're always got a food supply. Uh, we Sit there ha- in the dark, breastfeeding, <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting for the storm to pass over. <laughs> got a candle. Oh, I can't think of anything more romantic. <laughs> Woo! Jeez. Um, Why do I ask this at my house and I get slapped about the... <laughs> the what is wrong with you? Dude, don't. Where do you find this stuff? We have an open relationship, and we both like trying different kinks. Explained. 
Oh, no. Be a good band name, Milky Titty. I'd been... Sure, you're going to have limited venues, though. I'd been sucking from another woman, and I started feeling milk in my mouth. Oh, that burned up the sexual idea of breast milk connected with sex, and it went from there. Michael took to the internet to discover how she could restart her milk supply. Found an herbal supplement that might help. After three days of taking the su- supplement, I had a drop of milk in my breast. And Sean started sucking to get the milk flowing. <laughs> 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 Doesn't uh, she didn't reveal the name of the product she purchased, which leads me to believe this whole entire story is a bunch of BS. You gotta be. Do you think some women uh, continue breastfeeding because it makes their boobs stay giant? Big. Yeah. Yes. The busty brunette, who's a 34D, boasted that her breasts have become even bigger since Sean started suckling. Ooh. On the day she doesn't breastfeed her boyfriend, she expresses her milk, saying, "I'm lucky to have never leaked." Whilst out shopping. Hey, uh, you know what would be really weird is if he was breastfeeding her. That would be awesome. Then we'd have uh, <laughs> this story's got teeth. <laughs> in the middle of the night in a, on an effigy mound, he's breastfeeding <laughs> his wife. Yes. It's a portal to hell. It is the portal to hell. Uh, the couple who ironically identify as vegan, I can't. Recently featured in the British documentary, Breastfeeding My Boyfriend. Funny if he used it in his coffee. I could see something like that. We don't think it's weird, and we don't care if it's not normal. No. Well, Sean. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Had about enough of that story. Uh, Coco breastfeeds. Isn't uh, a Coco's daughter a little bit older? Chanel. Yeah. Look at you, your name dropping. I follow them on Insta. Look at you, baby name dropping over there. Dude, you got to follow them on the machines. You got uh, Ice Tea and Coco, and I think they still breastfeed. How old? Chanel. She's got to be like six or something. She's getting big. That kid looks just like Ice Tea. Uh, so she's five. Yeah. Five years old. (sighs) Is that like the old line from when Harry met Sally? I'll have what he's having. I don't know. I wouldn't mind a little breast milk action. I'm not going to lie. Well, I know. A little milk mustache. I can get you frozen breast milk. No, I like to get it from the tap. Well. Sure, I can find a horny whore. Lend you a titty. I don't know what you want me to say. Of that, I'm sure of. <laughs> you can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> Saw me Friday. Call the JJO Morning Show podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. All right. The ice cream brand Salt and Straw is selling a new line of Thanksgiving flavors, including one made with real turkey. Why are you grabbing your boobs? Uh, a little heartburn. Oh. I can't help you. Uh, flavor is called caramelized turkey and cranberry sauce. 
It's got turkey bacon mixed in, so it's not like actual hunks of light and dark meat. But still, it's ice cream with turkey in it, damn it. Ooh. The other ingredients are cranberry sauce, thyme, and ground pepper. I don't want to chew my ice cream. Dude. One of five Thanksgiving flavors they are selling as part of their Friendsgiving series. The other four flavors are, this is freaking ice cream. House rolls with salted buttercream. Sweet potato pie with double-baked almond streusel. That one might not be so bad. And keep in mind, uh, isn't it arsenic that tastes like almonds? So if you're trying to poison somebody, it's probably pretty good. Uh, Pumpkin and ginger snap pie. That sounds good. And candied walnut cheesecake. All right. Candied walnut cheesecake. That sounds amazing. Sounds super good. Yeah. Uh, so you can get a variety pack with all five flavors at saltandstraw.com. It's 65 bucks. So you better like ice cream. Well, I just, I'll take a, I think I'd rather mush some ice cream with some sweet potato or something. I don't know. Meat? I don't know about that one. Well, there is one with sweet potato. The sweet potato with double-baked almond streusel. Yeah, caramelized turkey and cranberry sauce. So I bet you the the bacon, the turkey bacon, is is like a candied bacon with the cranberry. I think I'd rather go just put a dollop on some cornbread or something and call it a day. It's as close, I think, as I want to get to. All right, dude. Mashing that. Up. Yeah. Pints Club seasonal flavors. Interesting. Gross. What do you think of that? Um, I try it. Why not? But I'm not gonna. There's already so much stuff happening at Thanksgiving, you know, like adding, trying on how many flavors, are, five ice cream flavors. Dude, no. <laughs> Dude, enough is enough. Go on. Go on now. Get. Get. Uh, ice cream with pumpkin pie. Boom. You got to do the cool whip with the, with the pumpkin pie or the real homemade whipped cream. Mm. Whip. Um, here, it's time to play this. She's in the kitchen Preparing Thanksgiving Over the stove she's slaving Looking hot in her apron And I ask her if there's anything I can do She smiled and said, boy, I've got the perfect job for you Would you mind stuffing the turkey? a virgin in the ways of thanksgiving she was patient and forgiving said go ahead put your whole fist in but make sure to keep the legs spread open wide but grandma it feels mushy and slippery inside keep stuffing that turkey boy and i think just maybe you'll be making your own home Chiblet gravy Keep it up, keep stuffing that turkey Work that old bird like a young buck should Almost there, keep stuffing that turkey Your grandpa 
in Grandma's eye. And when you're done stuffing that turkey, Grandma's gonna let you eat some pie, a big mouthful of Grandma's pie. Like what you hear? Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.